British Army, under the command of Major General William Howe, had captured Philadelphia in the fall of 1777. In those days, it was customary for fighting armies to take up winter quarters during the coldest months of the winter. In accordance, General George Washington chose to take up quarters for his undersupplied and underfed army 25 miles northwest of Philadelphia near the small town of Valley Forge. This area was a naturally defensible plateau being surrounded by a river with small creeks that would impede an attack from a cavalry or artillery. The British would be forced to move uphill if they made any attack on the Americans. It would soon be Christmas in 1777. The starving troops marched into Valley Forge on December 19th where their first order of duty was to build suitable housing. General Washington issued orders for the construction of huts that would house 12 men apiece. Each hut was built over a pit with a dirt floor. Most of them had only a sheet for a door. The huts were cold, dark, and disease-ridden. Food especially was hard to come by. There was food available in the countryside, but getting it to the troops was a daunting task. There were British troops to avoid. The wintry weathery made roads impassable. The continental currency was also nearly worthless at this time, making local farmers reluctant to sell their goods to the famished army. For the survival of the continental army and the young nation being formed would be dependent upon George Washington and his faith. I am Aaron C. Rhodes of Three Tenths Talk, and will be your host of this Christmas special as we tell the story of George Washington's faith at Valley Forge. We'll start the story after a word from our sponsors. December 23, 1777 dawned cold and dark over the hills of Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, with snow covering most everything. General George Washington, pacing the headquarters tent of his Revolutionary Army's winter encampment, was dictating a testy ultimatum to the Continental Congress, laced with what he called infinite pain and concern. On his mind, British troop advancement and the dire state of his forces. As he spoke, some 12,000 troops were setting up camp around him for the winter, cobbling together 2,000 or so huts with wood and the barest of tools. Horses and oxen were in such short supply that the men were reduced to yoking themselves to makeshift carts. Many soldiers went without coats, shoes, and blankets. Most ate little in the way of meat. That day in camp, there were no cattle to slaughter and fewer than 30 barrels of flour in the commissionary. The six months that the Continental Army would spend at Valley Ford would be the most difficult and ultimately transformative in the American Revolution. On the afternoon of December 23, 1777, a heavy snow began to blanket Valley Forge. It would continue for three days, the worst blizzard of the season thus far. It was during this Christmas whiteout that Washington transferred his headquarters to a small fieldstone cottage. Two days later, on Christmas afternoon, the ashen-faced troops of the Continental Army filed from their half-built huts and tattered tents like weakened animals emerging from their burrows to receive a holiday dinner of burnt mutton and watery grog. Many, their own feet wrapped in rags, hunched past barefoot sentries standing on their hats in the deepened snow. In these bleak times is where George Washington's faith became a primary factor for him, the Continental Army and the future of the United States of America. 
George Washington is well known as a Christian believer. He was a regular church attender, Bible reader, and giver to missionary organizations. He was known to leave his military camps, often on Sundays, to attend the services of any church he could find, no matter which denomination it happened to be. He was also a man of prayer, who would often be seen riding into the woods to find a solitary spot to pray, or might be found in his private quarters on his knees with the Bible open, asking God for help in his endeavors. The prayer at Valley Forge is a, is a depiction of one of those moments of intense prayer. It is said that the local British loyalist named Isaac Potts came across Washington praying in the woods one cold, wintry day during that terrible winter of 1777 and 1778. The Potts family owned a local iron forge. To this name, Valley Forge came, that distinguished it from the other forges in the area. From the Diary of Remembrances of the Reverend Nathaniel Rudolph Snowden, an ordained Presbyterian minister, he said, I heard a plaintive sound as of a man at prayer. I tied my horse to a sapling and I went quietly into the woods and to my astonishment I saw the great George Washington on his knees, alone, with his sword on one side and his cocked hat on the other. He was at prayer to the God of the armies, beseeching to interpose with his divine aid, as it was yea, Christ, and the cause of the country, of humanity, and of the world. Such a prayer I never heard from the lips of a man. I left him alone praying. I went home and told my wife, I saw a sight and heard today what I never saw or heard before, and just related to her what I had seen and heard and observed. We never thought a man could be a soldier and a Christian, but if there is one in the world, it is Washington. Well, George Washington's letters are full of awe and admiration of men leaving bloody footprints in the snow. Although he estimated a third of the force had no shoes, these soldiers displayed patience and obedience which, in his opinion, could be scarce and unparalleled. He was a grateful leader, a general overwhelmed by the task ahead, but also by the dignity of the men in his charge. It would be six months before the Continental Army marched away from Valley Forge, but they did not give up, did not despair, and their leader did not leave them. This Christmas, enjoy all the benefits and privileges of freedom and cherish moments with those that you care about the most. Just don't forget the people who paid for our comfort and freedom and the general who, by great faith, gave troops who had no shoes the hope and strength to persevere. That will bring us to the end of this episode. I want to mention that if you are experiencing depression during any of these situations, it can be very overwhelming and there is no shame in seeking medical help if you are feeling this way. Every life is valuable and worth fighting for. If you are feeling depressed, all alone, or having thoughts of hurting yourself, please reach out to the National Suicide Hotline at 800-273-8255 or visit mentalhealthline.org for information on getting help. A person must take care of themselves before helping others. That is priority for somebody experiencing depression. 
take time for yourself so that you may heal. There is a way out. You are a valued human being, and people do love you. Additionally, if you apply the three-tenths system and three-tenths talk, this can help you overcome these issues in your life. Placing importance on your personal relationship with God, embracing your support group, and self-acceptance will be key to your success. I want to thank everyone who listened to this episode and for allowing me to help you on your journey to becoming a better you.